0: Uh, welcome to the Mesh Point Podcast. Um, tonight, we're excited to have Coach DeMarco. He's the head coach at Geneva College up in Pittsburgh. Coach, how are you doing tonight?
1: Doing great, man. How are you doing? Oh, Everybody- we're doing
0: good. We're, we're running, man. Running spring sports and everything else going on. We're running, but we're happy to have you. Uh, we always kick it off with, um, you know, with your, your journey, right? Playing uh, all the way up through uh, uh, now being at Geneva.
1: Yeah, well, started, uh, went to a school that won a national championship. I went to it for all the reasons that all of us football guys go. Uh, Football. Then I got there and everything was great, but um, had a transfer. I just ended up at Geneva as a student, which ironically is only five minutes away from where I grew up. And I said, I will never go to Geneva College. And a year later, I'm at Geneva College and uh, <laughs> gradu- graduated from there with three degrees, played football. I uh, was actually Geneva's first academic All-American, and that had everything to do with people that were teaching me. It had nothing to do with me, I'll tell you that. Um, and then from there, turned on a job with the federal government to go to Georgia Tech to work for uh, Coach Bill Perry as a graduate assistant in Atlanta in 1984. And my roommate at that time was a very familiar name in, obviously, triple option football. And one of Paul Johnson's uh, right-hand men was Mike Seawalk. We were roommates together. And so that was great. So I went to Tech to get an MBA and was coaching the defensive line. Signed up for second semester or third semester class, whatever it was. Found out that Georgia Tech didn't have an MBA. So um, that might have been good for me to research for one we went down there. <laughs> then end up at WVU working for Coach Nealon, again, on the defensive side. And I actually had a position that he gave me. Um, got out um, and, believe it or not, was uh, faced with a situation of, what should I do? Should I get right back into football? I was at D1. And, um, you know, there was job offers on the other side of the country. Didn't want to do that. I got hired by a football guy in a pharmaceutical industry. And the funniest thing about this was my territory was exactly right back in my own hometown, so I could be a volunteer at Geneva College as a defensive guy. But they got me for free for about five, six years. But it, it was a great, great situation. It really was. And, and and through that, you know, I I just able to – able to pay bills, make some money in the pharmaceutical industry. So those of you that can see this bald head, actually the last drug that we were supposed to sell or detail or whatever to the doctors back in the day was a drug called Rogaine. So that's the stuff you put on your head and make you grow hair. That was a before picture, man. I'm telling you, I just, I had to get out of it in 93. The president asked I to be the head coach and, uh, you know, it, it happened. we were NAI for a long time. I had great success NAI, and then we've just moved to Division three in the last 10 years, and it's it's different. but uh I mean that's it in a nutshell I, i'm I'm blessed I get up every morning like you guys. You know I tell our players the thing that you want in life is to be, get up every morning with a passion to go to work, and uh you know I, it's not work when you when you love it like we do. Yeah, for sure. Um, Well, coach, tell us about
0: more about Geneva College, right? So where are you located? What kind of career paths, uh, you know, do students come to Geneva for and, and then you mentioned it's D3, but, but we're NAI at one point. Talk to us about Geneva.
1: Well, I mean, we've had football since 1890. um, So it's a big deal here. We're in Western Pennsylvania in a little place called Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania, where, Joe Namath actually played his high school football right on our field. Um, we're 25 minutes from the airport, about 35 minutes from Hines Field. Uh, and Geneva College is a Christian school. You don't have to sign a statement of faith to come. But I, I kind of like that background. It gives us a great foundation, a great structure to coach and to teach from. And I strongly believe in it. I mean, when I took the job, I basically – Really believed that it was it was something that was purposeful. It was something that was more than just a job. It you know it was I don't want to use the word calling, but I have to, and people are going to think that I'm crazy if I say that. But I actually believe that this is where I'm supposed to be. And even after all these years, uh, so our students, the best programs that we have is we have a four year nationally accredited engineering program. Most schools, most schools have a three plus two small schools. So that means you you got to go for three years and then you end up, you know, you end up uh, having to transfer to a bigger school. So we got that three, two. And then the other one we have that's very unique is the kid can get their MBA in our business program in four years. So, yeah. And we also have an aviation program, which is crazy, but we've had a couple of those guys. Um, So, I mean, that's, that's it from an academic standpoint. And it's true. I mean, as coaches, You you all know that when it's school goes D3, you know, that you got to recruit more toward what the college does best. And, um, you know, those two programs plus this new cybersecurity thing is is just taking off, as you guys can imagine. Yeah. Hey, Coach,
2: uh, I hope you're not mad at me, Coach McLeod. (laughs) We forgot to ask the mentor question, man. That's all good. Now, talk about a mentor that you've uh, leaned on over the years to help guide you through some of the difficult uh, times and decisions you had.
1: Well, I got to tell you, you know, to be able to to work for two Hall of Fame guys early on, the impression that, that, you know, those coaches make in your early years, it's it's so vital. As you guys can remember, you can pick out one or two. Um, You know, and, you know, Coach, Coach, Curry was, uh, you know, all about team, all about organization, all about leadership. You know, and Coach Coach uh, Nealon um, was a, you know, just a huge family guy. The way he did things, those guys really, really had an impact on my life as far as what to do. But um, as far as mentor, I will tell you this: I have to, I have to say this that, you know, if it wasn't for Mike Seawalk, when he was with Paul Johnson at Georgia Tech, that's when we decided to put this offense in. Uh, if it wasn't for Mike, um, honestly, I, you know, he's encouraged me a long way. He's helped me. I've been in a pain in his backside for, you know, the last seven years. Um, so I'd say Mike, definitely. Um, but I've had, I've had good coaches, fellas. My junior high coach, John Best, was one of the Biggest impacts to my life, and and my head coach in college. I mean, he actually, when I got the head coaching job, he actually was my defensive line coach. So we've only had two head coaches in, since 1976. Wow, wow. that's <laughs> neat. Yeah. yeah, it's it's neat, you know. Um, but as far as mentors, yeah, it, and then just getting on the phone talking with guys in the league. Believe it or not, we got a conference. It, it, it's ranked ninth in, in D three. It's 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 pretty good, and there are guys in our league that we bounce things off of professionally, and even some of us are guys that are rivals. I mean, it's it's just we understand the profession that we're in. We got similar values values as far as what we want to try to do with kids, um, but you know, I'm going to miss somebody. I'll say this too. There was a high school in Pittsburgh called McKeesport. McKeesport mm-hmm. won two or three uh, state championships running this uh, triple, and uh, Jamie Eccles is is a guy that I that that's the first place we went, you know. And then I called SeaWalk and said, "Hey, you gotta you gotta help me because," uh, and we were believe it or not, when we went D three, I had the brilliant idea that we needed to run the air raid, and, and it t- turned into a bunch of. A bunch of miserable receivers knocked on my door asking me how many catches they're going
2: to get today. So <laughs> that's uh, that's
1: funny. Hey,
2: coach. Hey, uh, can you do? You guys have a rival?
1: Does Geneva have a oh, rival game? Yeah, it's a rival game. It's uh, we call them the team up north. Uh, it's Westminster College. Yeah, and then we got a nice rivalry going. Uh, you know, with with Washington and Jefferson, we really do. Um. Uh, those are our two big ones, uh, you know. It, I know everybody hates us, be, not not hates, they hate playing us because of this this offense. Which, I, as a defensive guy, I got to tell you, I love this. I absolutely love it. You know, because you got to do something different and in our place right now. Because um, you know, I just can't, I can't, you know, come down to the state of Georgia or Florida and offer a kid a full ride like we could in the NAI. You know, we got we to just say, we, we made a decision that what's the best thing that we needed to do with the type of offensive lineman that we get in Western PA, you know, they are kids that are like one, you know, 250, 6'2", maybe 250, and they'll come off the ball and smack you in the mouth. Um, and that just, that, that's why we made the decision. And honestly, fellas, being a Christian school, I was tired of running the air raid. I was tired tired of seeing our offensive line hit in the mouth. I was tired of seeing them backpedal on every play. And it made our defense soft. And you can't be a Christian school and have a soft, soft football program. So, you know, we're pretty much, uh, you know, yeah. let's get after their butts. So, yeah, it's a long answer. Sorry. <laughs>
2: no, that's great. Uh, you know, that's
1: uh it's Cody, right. if you if I need to shut up, just say hey coach, just just got it or give me one of these or just <laughs> you know.
2: No, nah, you're you're speaking our language, trust me, coach. I promise, man. That kind of t- I mean you kind of uh, talked a little bit about it already with our next question, but what does Geneva option football look like? And uh, is there anything unique about uh your flex bone that you're running?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, the first couple of years, honestly, I went down there. And, and, and uh, Seawalk, Seawalk says, run these plays, don't run anything else. It's so all we did for that year. Uh, and and then, then being able to, to kind of talk with people, you know, down at the Citadel, they you know, the online coach, uh, Ronnie's unbelievable. Um, just different guys that, that do it. But I've learned so much from, from high school coaches who have done it over the years. So right now, the difference in our flex run from day one is uh, we went from controlling the clock to try to winning in the fourth quarter to becoming a more balanced attack where, uh, you know, we're using some different formations. And I think, I think the biggest thing that we did this year is we were able to find that hybrid tight end receiver so that you can run unbalanced And he, you know, he's got basically three blocks on the backside. Mm Throw it to him out of that set. And yet, if they bring a a linebacker or a D lineman in, we can expose them by putting them out there and throwing them the football. And uh, we called every play at the line, which is something that that we've worked on for years. And so we kind of controlled the tempo, you know, and that really, really helped. I I, got to give a lot of credit um, one of the young man that, that's been in our program as a guard and really uh, absorbed these blocking schemes when he was a player. His name is Chris Carrado, and Chris is our offensive coordinator. I just made him an OC this year, and he coaches our offensive line. And I know that, that that you know for for offensive linemen that have a guy as the OC, I mean that's like that's like a big deal. You know, it's like heck yeah. Twenty minutes of fame in life. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, he's. I met him at the recruiting fair. He's a good dude. He is a good dude,
1: and he's an intelligent guy. He was going to go to law school, and then and and got bit by this football thing. And he's a heck of a coach. He he simplified things uh, where my mind, you know, goes in a different direction. He simplified things in the way we install, you know, during camp either one-backer, two-backer, or three-backer look. And um, the guys up front, the guys up front know what they're doing. They really do. And that that is, to me, the first step in in being able to build this thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, got to be good up front. Well, Coach, um, can you talk about your love for belly and and, and belly option a little bit?
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, that play had been a real good play for us. And, and you, know, you know, we we ran, um, we ran it in unbalanced and it got that unbalanced formation. You know, you guys might call it heavy or whatever, but believe it or not. When we were in the NEI, we were playing a team called St. Francis in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And, um, you know, their head football coach uh, had been at Georgetown and was running the same stuff. And he was running the triple. That was on the chat the other day. Yeah. And you know, and I, I told you, you know, I'd sat down with Kevin at the end uh when we were going to NAI and and he wanted to know more about the 3 3 that we we run. And I wanted to know more about that set particularly. And, and um so we you know, we we had we ran that set even when we were running the air raid. Um then we morphed into You know, obviously we go into the triple and it's, it's some similar concepts. So, you know, 44 and 45, which is our belly play was a big deal for us. Um, And then we start seeing a lot of four, two, five. And it was different because the linebackers were in the B gap. Um, They're using the middle safety as, as a, you know, as a star. And so we start putting the formations out formation people and actually running this thing away from the formation and they're a man short there running, running that belly option. And it just becomes a down block on the two, you know, we're going to go ahead and log the five mm-hmm. and put the fullback on, on the backer. Um, you know, a back go get somebody and we're pitching off. We're pitching off of whoever. And, and it's a great play. If you want your quarterback, get it. And uh, our quarterback for the last three years has been a special kid. So, We ran it to the nub side for years, and then we first started – then, you know, I've been at – like, we got to run this thing to the three-man surface. So we cut down our splits, and uh, we got some rules in place, and we finally adapted this year to running it to the three-man surface. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's just simple. You can basically call it and run it where they ain't. Mm, Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's good stuff. For sure. Now, do you guys uh, utilize the zone option at all? I know I, I talked to your OC a little bit, and that was a – it's like a, going down a rabbit's
1: hole a little bit, right? Oh, my. So, we had this brilliant – and it was my brilliant idea. We went down to Navy, and, you know, Coach Yo's a, he's just – he's a great guy, the receiver coach. Yeah. We two spent days, two days down there trying to learn the zone, zone option. And we probably had four or five tags to it, right? And, you know, the idea was we had a couple of quarterbacks, one kid that was a transfer kid from a one double A school. And it was like, hey, this to be the answer to our problems. I and mean, we can, we can get this put in. And, and that's when Navy was really, really big in the zone option. And, um, it was kind of crazy because we, we would, we would run a tight end to that side. But yeah, to the other side, we would run our spread or our, you know, we call it our red formation with our A back and our X out the other side. So we were Navy to the tight end side and we were Georgia Tech to the, to the split <laughs> side. Um, and so we got into zone option and and it just became a thing of um, so many different tags, so many different things. and. You know, you know, we ran a little bit of zone uh, in the air raid, not not real well. Um, but I just we we kind of put it on the shelf and and really went with this play yeah. as something to get on the perimeter. And I'm not knocking 28, 29. I'm not knocking the zone zone option. The guys that know how to do it and do it well, you know, I just we we just did not have time to be mm-hmm. able to do everything yeah. as you guys know, you know, it, it's, it's, it's the, the rule of thumb is still this. You put something in, well, what are you throwing out? Because yeah. we're all competing against time. That, yeah. That's what we're competing against.
0: Yeah.
1: No, oh, you're right, coach. Oh, plus <laughs> the, the, the big thing was the kid that we had a quarterback that we're trying to get the ball to on a second play of the, of the first game ended up blowing out his ankle and oh, then, um, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, and then we had, uh, yeah, he's just, it, it, it didn't work for us.
2: Well, now Co- coach, uh, coach did say, um, uh, you guys had a, uh, found a good play, the GT, uh, counter, uh, the quarterback GT counter was a nice play for you though,
1: right? The GT counter, we ran, we would run that against the 50. Um, and, um, You know, we're looking at putting, we're looking at uh, installing that in the spring. It really is. I I think, I honestly think that, that, you know, the way, the way that it looks and the way that the tape that I saw on it, I mean, it looks like, you know, it's just old school counter, you know, GT with the quarterback being the guy and anytime the quarterback's the guy, you know, we can move, move some things around there and, and end up getting them in a nub formation of some kind. And running that deal, I'm surprised at how how uh, it's a B gap play. So, you know, uh, it's not something to get outside on the perimeter. Uh, so that's what we're going to be looking at. I know Chris um, really, really wants to take a look at that because it, it, it can be something something good. Heck yeah,
2: hey, Coach. Uh, what was that? Uh, uh, it was Coach uh, Lamar. Was it Lamar Owens? Yeah. We, we we talked that play up pretty good yeah. on the on his podcast. He he said he helped coach come up with that uh, yeah. there at Georgia Tech was a good play for them, you know. Um, yeah. Well, we got uh, as you're talking, you're answering you're answering some of these extra questions that we had for yeah. you, coach. Yeah. <laughs> you're doing great, man. Um, we got one left for you, but we could probably you could probably um, turn this into a couple different conversations. You think, coach? probably. Oh, yeah,
1: absolutely, guys. I I you know, I, we we need to have some interaction. You need to tell me coach you shouldn't be doing that. You know, <laughs> I'm, i I I can learn from you guys. Um, uh, you know, I'm amazed. I really am. I, I I get on there and look at your stuff and uh you know, I'm 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 just amazed. I, I I love this offense. We're still under center and I know there's some people listening or whatever saying, you know that you know, I need to change and, and do this, that, and the other. And I've talked to a lot of guys. Um, I still, I still want, if, if you can understand this, I still want that defensive coordinator to think that the quarterback's hands are under the center. And the number one thing they got to do is stop the run and their safeties are, are doing this and they got a week to prep for it. And, um, I think what we're evolving into is being able to throw the ball, um, because we're now landing some wide receivers that we didn't have before kids that can beat man to man coverage, you know, and there's so many different things that you can run on a front side post, you know, on a comeback on a backside post, you know, on, uh, uh, j- along with the switch route and, and a vert that, uh, um, that you run off a of play action, but I, I I just see it as an offense that they put nine guys in that box, you know, and they're too high. And a, we see a lot of that. We see the safeties rotating hard. And um, as soon as that backside safety starts coming down for the dive, we're running avert, and that kid's basically bending that thing back in the middle of the field. Yeah, and we're running man. two comebacks. But uh, I, I, I got to tell you, and maybe uh, I know there's some defensive guys on here taking notes and, you know, and, and they're, they're you know, basically, you know, selling us out, but watch what happens. Watch what happens when your backside A goes in motion. When your backside A goes in motion, watch the backside corner because depending on how you align that backside receiver, you can get that guy, he, he almost planned, a deep third with no underneath help. And you can get a comeback anytime you want it. Or, you know, if he's playing outside, you know, we're going to go ahead and, uh, you know, take a shot and mm-hmm. hit him on a backside post. These mm-hmm. are things that, that we've evolved into. So when you say, you know, can I imagine seeing this the first year? Absolutely not. But now it's what I see is, is helping us become a complete offense and the biggest reason we won't go in the gun is because I won't trust myself. I won't know when to stop. And, that's it. and and I gotta be honest with you, that that that's it. So what question were you gonna ask me, Coach? I'm sorry.
2: No, that's a great point oh, you you're made. Good. Yeah, great I mean, uh, every we always joke like every uh, every off season, every flexbone coach in America is is looking at the short pistol or the gun or you know what I mean. That's always our off season uh, 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 thing that we dive into and try to learn about. You know, we got a good buddy, Scotty D, and he's oh, yeah. always
1: and he's yeah. always he's always Boy, looking he into got great stuff. <laughs> Scotty D's got great stuff. He really yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah, he you does. know what? I learned something from him. I watched his stuff. You know, and we were, we were having three different aiming points because we're running midline, we're running inside veer, and we're running outside veer. Mm. And this year, we just changed it. We really did. And our inside and outside veer is the same aiming point on the outside leg of the guard. And if it's a four-eye, I mean, we're going to just block down and, and have the back. go ahead and run it outside. And mm. it worked for us this year. It really did. You know, and I remember, you know, listening to his stuff about his mid-zone stuff, you know, or mid, you know, yeah. what his aiming point is. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I'm learning, fellas, honest to goodness. i am been a head coach for 30 years, and I'm learning. And um, I think mindset. one of the things, you know, I honestly, you know, Tony, one of the things that I think is really, really, if you're going to put this stuff in, which I would encourage more and more schools to do it because nobody knows how to defend it is you got to have a plan to get your defense ready for, you know, uh, you know, 10 personnel, you got to be able to, you know, so the first thing I did when we went down to tech, as I sat down with at that time, their DC was Ted roof who was a player when I was there in 84 and said, Ted, how, you know, do you get enough reps? How do you do this? You know, as a defensive guy, you know, and that you guys are shaking your head because you know, you know, how, how do you get your defense ready when yeah, it's tough, you know bro. they're seeing something that they're not gonna see during the regular season? So so we've kind of put some things together to be able to do that in practice. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you do have to make sure you're you're paying attention to that stuff. Um right. Well, coach, maybe maybe talk about a drill you think uh, is really important with the flex bone. Um, you know, one you've noticed that really has helped your kids get better. Um, and kind of just talk about it a little bit?
1: Well, I'm going to go back to the uh, old school A-frame. Okay. I, I just yeah. think I think the A-frame is something that needs to be done every day. I, I think we can rep so many things on the A-frame, yeah. um, you know, and we used to do it without a center then we brought a center center comes over and then i'm putting a nose guard with the center just because i want the kid snapping a ball and getting a realistic thing but that the a-frame to me is 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 you got to be able to rep that you got to be able to you know we we use this term pitch count during during fall ball on how many pitches we want the quarterbacks to get to and and i mean it's kind of funny, but we'll, we, you know, we'll have an arbitrary number like we we want to be able to pitch the ball twelve hundred times, or something like that.
0: Right? And,
1: uh, you know, and it it doesn't matter if it's an A frame and they're pitching the ball; it counts. It counts. It doesn't matter if we're running perimeter drill or not. But that A frame drill is something that, that they can get something and, and always can be a pitch. I mean, you know, the two ball drill exactly. You're sitting there and giving the guy a read, and it's. You know, it's a give read and you throw the ball back to the quarterback and he's going to pitch it, you know, to the backside. A. Um, I, I get upset whenever, you know, we're not, I, I, you know, I call it dead air whenever that be back in that quarterback mesh when, when you, you can actually see the football on film. Right. And, and, and when that happens, we're going right back to the A frame. Um, I, You know, to me. It, it stopped. We even run, we, we even wrap our rocket. Toss That's off good. <laughs> Yeah. Because we used to align it on a set. We'll line it where there's, you know, we got, we got the sport called soccer at our school. And, and, um, actually when I had the, the field done originally as the AD, we had a soccer stadium. And, but the the soccer thing, it, it's kind of crazy. It has this like yellow line wherever we put the a frame. And, and I told our guys, our a backs, whatever we run, uh, rocket toss on the a-frame that that soccer line was put there exactly for this drill not not for the soccer team <laughs> that's cool coach that's
0: a good idea bringing the center over and a nose working their snaps and the
1: uh, quarterback
0: yeah. riding through the step of the center that's a good idea actually I haven't done that before on an a-frame drill that's a good idea
1: yeah, I, I I just I just think you know we got to simulate things. My guys hate this, but the other drill that I really believe in is a perimeter drill, and and you got to have it, you know. And and I want to ask you guys on it. I mean, when you guys do perimeter, you know, how are you doing? And are you are you repping? Are you repping one? Or, you know, just your basic, uh, not basic, but are you running inside veer against every look on the perimeter? Because this, to me, is something as college guys, and I meant this. I really did. I meant this. You know, with them changing the rules and the NCAA, this conspiracy that they have going <laughs> against, uh, they really are. They're, they're just conspiracists. They, they, you know, it's got to be about entertainment. It's got to be about scoring points. It's got to be about this, that, and the other. They're full of crap because there was no there, – there's no, there's no medical evidence on this thing. I mean, they're just, you know, if, if, you, can't, if you can't take on a cut block, and you shouldn't be an athlete playing defense. It just—I uh, don't even know where I was, but what? What do you guys do on? What do you guys do on the perimeter as far as? Will you will you rep all your options on the perimeter or how you do it?
0: Yeah, yeah. So go. We'll start single high, right? Go inside veer, load it with the with three in the middle of the field. Uh, you know, maybe adjust formation, uh, maybe change who we're pitching off of, right? So we may crack a guy or um and pitch off a corner that kind of thing and then go to uh, you know run your inside view run your mid-triple then flip it over and go to too high and do the same thing right so base the perimeter then switch block the perimeter you know and then maybe against the four three you might have to find a way to block the play side you know you may want to load that after you read the stack you may say i can't read the stacks you might want to load that look so there's different things you do there but yeah i know we're you you just you know getting your formations and work work through your tags and and uh, but but I know where you're going there. It's like how do you how are you going to rep it now that you may not be able to cut block at all outside the box. So well here's the us, thing that I, yeah here's the
1: thing that I'm looking at is we need to rep it more now because we're gonna to have to we're gonna to have to switch block things. We're gonna to have to block. We we may you know put the tackle out on the corner. Yeah. You when know, some things so so the perimeter now to us with this change by the NCAA to me puts puts a major emphasis on this. And and we would we will go right and left and switch the quarterbacks, but um my guys hate that because uh you know it, I I like to go hundred miles an hour, get it on tape, and then we'll go in and watch it. Right. Um and you go through a lot of A backs that way, but right. You know, I don't know, Tony. What do you think it, on that?
2: Well, I was, I, the first thing I was going to, uh, well, I was thinking about was Harding and the way they practice in the half line format. You know, so they they don't they don't have anybody from the center back usually, and it's and uh, anytime they can save the A-backs from having to run motion, you know what I mean? They try to do that uh, if it's if it's just um, I don't know, like a play like zone dive. You know what I mean? it's right. just going in motion, and it's just they'll try to save their legs any kind, any, any time that they can. You know what I mean? Like if you're, if you're repping belly, you know what I mean? The motion is just for eye candy, basically. Right. That kind of thing. That's it. it's, yeah. So you, so, so you can kind of schedule, you know, if you're going to have motion or if you're not, or work some other kind of tag or, you know, where that guy doesn't have to be there, but the half line format, it, I don't know if you, have you ever been out to Harding or I got to see any of their stuff? I'm,
1: I've seen their stuff and I think those guys are amazing. I'd love to get out there, you know, um, uh, they, they say this, they do a great job.
2: They, they say the secret, the secret sauce is in the way they practice. You know, yeah. Um, and uh, they're they're not. Um, how do you say, it, Coach? Like uh, they, they're practicing on bags. It's more like rule application. You know
1: what yeah. I mean?
0: And, uh, yeah. Yeah. As opposed get, to, mm-hmm. yeah, it's yeah, not as physical. Bang.
1: You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but, I can t- I can tell you this. We had to do that last spring because of COVID. And if you talk to Chris, you talk to our OST, and you know, our online coach, you know we were hitting bags, and 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 that that helped us. It really did. It helped us. So when we go to this perimeter thing, you know we're not necessarily. I mean, you can't bang them every day. I mean, you just can't. Right. You just can't do it. Right. Um, but I, I'm I'm real interested on
2: the. the, the I mean, the, the, the if if you know when, when you watch them. They're having coaches out there, you know, and so the coaches are the the landmarks for the for the players where they're going. They give all the different looks, like Coach McLeod just kind of mentioned. And um, yeah, I tell you, who else does a great job is is the guys over at Friends University now. They used to be at Buffalo, yeah. And yeah, they those they, guys are doing it. it's. All, but it's all the way. It's, it's all the way. You, you got to. It takes a lot of work on the front end to schedule it all. Uh, Coach McLeod, he helped me last year uh, as I was coordinating. Kind of um uh, uh you know learn how to practice <laughs> you know what i mean so you can see all the fronts yeah. And, yeah. And, and 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 train the kids um but that's but the first kind thing of fat you still yeah. kind of fast and efficient right so you're getting your reps and you're in your and you're still uh filming it so you can coach it off of tape still um but yeah. you, but you um you know you're just not um uh, you're not having to um you don't be, have as to to physical, be as physical.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you don't have to be as yeah, physical. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, so the yeah. quarterback's getting the reads, the kids are getting the pitch, but, yeah. you, you know, you can't bang. And, and really, honestly, you talk about practice organization, and, I, you know, the Citadel got, does a great job with that. They really do. I, yep. You yep. know, and I, I would ask, I had ask Seawalk, you know, how are you guys doing this, that, and the other. And, and it's, I think practice organization is the number one thing in order to be able to get your team ready yeah. as a coach, knowing how much you have to bang and how much, you know, you have to lay off their legs. And, um, I just, for us, it's, you just simply ask the kids, you know, because you do start doing a ton of reps on the A-frame, you start getting them, in, you know, on a perimeter drill. Um, you know, we do a lot of, and as you guys do, spend an enormous amount of time, in planning practice so that you know we're not getting you know duplicate reps of the same play right um you know i think i'm preaching to the choir i think all of us yeah
2: no you're on the right that you're you're, uh that's exactly kind of what we're saying with with the harding way i mean it's that's what they do you know uh even even when the when they're practicing rocket toss, right, coach? I mean, they're yeah. got all their different formations, but there's there it's coaches out there, you know, or yeah. GA or yeah. you know, bag holders. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. And they're and they're and they're getting their reps two huddles. It's still the bullet style, bang 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 yeah. bang. You know what I mean? And I think that different plays are practiced different ways. Probably you know some some you know you're breaking it down into pods, smaller pieces, right?
1: Right. Some are half line, and some are the the full deal, but, um, you know, we were a big outside veer team at one time and our pods, our favorite pod drill, obviously was getting the tackles and the a-backs together. I mean, and, and, you know, and, you know, being able to make sure that he's getting the, you know, the front side backer or what call we're going to have, depending on what front we get. But, you know, I, I very much believe in the pods. I, you know, I, I think that practice organization and I don't know how you guys, to me, being a high school coach is the toughest job in football. Mm-hmm. I really believe that because I, I don't know how you get it all in, especially, you know, when you got to you got to rep defense. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, I really don't know how you get it off in. And, I, and And it just impresses me really does how, how, uh, the depth of knowledge of of what you guys are putting out there on this, on your chat. I mean, you know, I'm learning things. I really am. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a fun chat. There's a lot of guys willing to help and, uh, you know, talk through stuff. And, um, you know, I, I, you know, I, I, that's why, uh, I kind of brought down my, uh, forum on Flexbone Nation because, I mean, with, with this chat and social media, right. Like you get more info there in 10 minutes, you know what I mean? So uh, it, it's just been a great resource for guys. And, um, you know, I think, you know, in the end, like you said, right. We're always going to be learning, you know, you've, with you, all your experience over the years and us too, like we're always learning stuff, you know, what can we do better? How can we do it different? How can we, it's all about the kids, right. Making the kids better. And, you know, I think you hit on it a lot tonight, you know, and, I, I'm, you know, we wish you, you know, wish you guys the best up there. And, um, you know, really excited that you came on with us. I know, I know you got to go to the airport and do all your stuff, but, uh, but for you to take the time and talk with us and, um, oh, you know, we really I feel honored. It, man.
1: I feel honored. I'll tell you one topic that, uh, you know, again, last thing, um, I was not a real big use the tight end guy in the beginning. I gotta tell you now, having that hybrid guy, we we're throwing we we actually threw the ball to him on the nub side. Yeah, uh, which which was uh you know, he was wide open, you know. Uh, yeah. and we'll put him in the three man side and run a corner out and yeah. you know, you know, yeah and then people were looking at him and then running your backside guys running a post and he's wide open off <laughs> of play action. Yeah, I, it, it's just a, it's a, a, it's an offense that I wish, honestly, I wish we'd have done it uh, when we first made the move to D3, but, you know, I had to fall in love with the sexy girl and, you know, <laughs> run, 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 run that, run that air rage though. I'm telling you, our defense, our defense was so soft. I was embarrassed. And so now, um, you know, we're learning. We're on the right track, and I appreciate yeah. you guys. I really do. And and um, you know what? Think about this. What other industry in this country, or what other thing in this country, where you can sit down and share ideas with with people? I mean, you go to a clinic, put your stuff up. This is you know, you know, and people are taking notes of it, I and mean, we share our ideas. I know that basketball coaches don't do that. I mean, wh- wh- why? It is, it is an amazing thing to me that, um, you know, I, will ask, I can, if I can find a play from somebody or an idea from, I don't care who it is, you know, I don't care who it is. I really don't. And, um, I've learned more, honestly, from guys who've done this in high school and have, have really learned how to do it the hard way and, and refined it. And, and the word is efficiency. How yeah, efficient can yeah. we become? Yeah, you know, during that practice time, and yeah, I appreciate you guys, I really do, and I apologize for running over. Um, no, you're uh, we're good. Uh, no, we're yeah. worried about your time. You want to be? I'm not worried about your time. I'm not worried. He got to get his bags and everything. I'm not worried about that. I just, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I mean, what? I want you guys. What, what? What's your thought about what I'm saying about having that quarterback's hand under center because. Those safeties, it's it's just this, it's a psychological thing on the defensive side of the ball that's saying. Here it comes. Here it comes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Pace of play matters. Um, And don't get me wrong, there's some guys that are doing some pretty cool stuff in gun, but in the end, pace of play, physicality, you know, you're right. When, when When you go under center, it's just a different mentality from everybody and um i think uh in today's today's world it is something different and i think if the kids can embrace it man it, it can really work for you so i i agree completely mentality whole the whole the brotherhood the you know depending on your teammates i mean it all it forces all that and you know I don't say you're not going to continue to develop your players and, and and develop them in certain ways, but just running it forces them to be good teammates. You know what I mean? So it's the ultimate.
1: You know, it really yeah. is. Because yeah. you know, like I yeah. said before, I I wasn't joking. I mean, we ran that air raid thing and I had four receivers, you know, coming in, you know, one and 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 receivers are those guys are more and more annoying than kickers
2: they really are
1: <laughs> they are they're more annoying than anybody any position on the field you know they're all prima donnas they're all going to you know this league or that league and you know uh, that's why one, one formation we had this year we had two tight ends two wings and be b-back um so we yeah. you know
0: what the heck yeah.
1: uh, what the heck right yeah so appreciate it i uh,
0: yeah. Safe trip out to the airport to get your guy and, uh, good luck, man. we we'll look forward to following you.
1: Yeah. We're in, we're in Western PA. I mean, you know, you, we're only 25 minutes from the airport. Once we start getting good at this thing and, and where you are getting better, I'm telling you, we're getting better at it. I, I watched it on YouTube.
2: I, I watched the game. I, I was just looking at the, uh, trying to figure out who it was that I watched, but I put a couple clips up on Twitter It. You guys, you do look impressive. The O-line sprinting off the football, you know what I mean? And I love the belly that you're doing. And so, uh, you guys definitely are, get, you know, getting really good. <laughs> I like what I saw.
1: Well, you know, when you win, it's all great. You know, what? it's like the highlight tapes you show these recruits, right? And I, I'm very honest with them. They come in, put a highlight tape in. I, I tell them, hey, we're going to score a touchdown on every one of these plays, man, watch this. You know, what I want to do is bring them in and show them the place we screw up in and actually have a film session with them because yeah. now we can learn from it. But yeah. Anyway, hey, fellas, God bless. Appreciate it. Really thank do. you,
0: buddy, Coach. Thank you. Yeah, thank uh, you, Coach.
1: Thank you.